Everybody, welcome to Rome is home with Joe and Viva. Christmas is what? Ten days away? Ten days. Can you believe oh it? Oh my gosh. And there's not a drop of snow. Jeez, oh, is it even Christmas? It's not even cold. <laughs> Today was you know what? Maybe we should just stop while we're ahead. I'm pretty sure people in Canada where it's what? It's supposed to be minus twenty two. I don't know. Somewhere. In Montreal, yeah. Somewhere, I think in Alberta, it might be pr- approaching absolute zero. So, or <laughs> <laughs> molecules themselves no longer move. Um, yeah, let just let just let just let's ease. Let's. I mean, let's I just I just have to okay. say it on Saturday on our way back from the grocery store, we were in t-shirts. Oh yeah, it's true. Because the sun is still very hot in the shade. Yes, it gets cold, but if the sun is shining, oof. But we have to forget that we forget to mention maybe just so folks are aware. Let's preface it a bit. That's us walking back for 30 minutes. Yes. Pushing groceries. So yes. it's, you know, we can say, oh, weather's great. We don't got a car. So we're going to have to lug things around. And yeah, we're becoming slim and healthy. Okay. But look at us peasants. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> in this weather. In this. Anyways, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when things go well, life is good here. But when it rains, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> we like on go. Friday. I mean, I'm jumping ahead, oh, yeah, but on go, yeah. Friday, there was this crazy windstorm, oh. gusts up to 100 kilometers per hour. It was windy before here, but never like this. I mean, all of our um, patio furniture just moved to one side, like the table, the chairs, the strollers. It was all moved by the wind. It was crazy. And then you were stuck in Rome for two hours. Yeah, and there was a a wind warning. So some, I think the public schools for the kids were closed. No one really thought of it. Apparently, Angelicum should have been closed as well. And our political prof was like, what are you guys doing here? Like, you know, then we began to be, is it unethical to be here? It's like, because well, <laughs> oh. the, mayor, the mayor of Rome said, it's like, eh, whatever. But no, I my trains got delayed coming back home. And I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> um, so... And Fridays are a long day for you because you wake up basically at 5.30. So that was, yeah, that was a super, super interesting day. Maybe just while we were talking about it. So I was planning to catch a train at 4. And what I found out was that the trains were going, except our, our station was being bypassed. It's, it's Something happened on our line just at my station. Uh, maybe something fell or something on the, on the track, whatever it was. So... It was just a very complicated loop, lots of delays. Um, I decided to wait and see. It's it, this 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 moment, that, and we were even talking about this today at church today, and we'll talk about all that because that has to do with the school stuff. This is one of those consequences of not knowing the language and stuff very well because as much as I was okay with the situation, I was getting a little bit flustered at the idea of having to go to one of these stations and having to like figure out which bus to take and stuff just to maybe tell you the end of the story in the end it worked out where I took a later train maybe I was delayed by two hours um, but I kind of said you know what I'm going to take the later train there's going to be a bus transfer to my station it's not going to be the worst I'll figure it out but I'm not going to wait here all night because I was originally thinking I'm just going to stay here I'm going to sleep you know get a hotel just to not deal with anything 
Um, but that sounded somewhat appealing versus having to deal with figuring things out in an unknown language. It's one thing if I'm in Rome, uh, I can, you know, stay some. Like it's, a, it's a legitimate possibility. I have my credit card and stuff. But I'm, if I'm stuck at Santa Severa, okay, Severa, <laughs> Severa okay, where am I going to go? There's nothing there, folks, okay? I have this thing about that station. It's like this fake Santa Maranella. There's nothing there, okay? I'm literally stranded. What am I going to go to the castle? Yes. <laughs> so it's it's tough. Now, I can, of course, figure it out, but these are true little challenges. It worked out anyways as I was going back. 30 seconds before I got to Santa Severa, I was supposed to get off and take a bus. The Lord is nice to me. He, like, right when we were going to go, they said, no, the line's back. And they took took me back. But the thing is, I didn't understand what the commentator said. They said, the PA announcement. And everyone... Because the thing is, everyone on the train was standing around me, and they're all like, ah, oh, they all sighed and went back. I'm like, I don't know what was said. <laughs> so you're good at reading people, so I, I guess I was, you understood. I'm very good at reading people, hearing the announcements, putting things together. So I had like a strong certainty that we everything was okay. Then I sat down, and another announcement came and said something. Then then Chiva Tevecchia, then Santa Maranella. I was like... Oh, I really hope he's going to stop at Santa Maranella. And so I was kind of like crossing my fingers. Anyways, it worked out. But <laughs> oh, that was a fun Friday. Yeah. So let's go back to the Monday. Oh, Monday's. A, so let's tie in this into Monday. Right. So we started off the day by going to the city registration office where we wanted to check on Joe's residency status, as we talked about last week. And I was ready to hear, oh, we lost the application, nothing was done, you have to redo it. I, I was getting mentally ready for that. But we got there, we didn't have to wait that long. And this lady that we love so much, she said, oh, yeah, 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 no, the police didn't come to visit, but uh, I know that it's been approved. I'm like, okay, so can we have something, a paper to prove that that's the case? It's like, okay, well, you have to bring me this the stamp duty of 16 euro and then I'll give you the certificate. Uh, like, oh, always something. Here it's always about stamps. So I'm a freelance. So whenever I give an invoice to my customers, I have to charge them two euros. And then when I do my taxes, I guess I have to, you know, put a stamp on each invoice. Anyways, it's very complicated. But uh, now we have to go back to get that, give that stamp. Then you'll get your residency cert. So, certificate. Ho so hooray. That's pretty good. That's. But you're a resident. Yeah, there we go. Yay. So no, no one barrier done. So yeah. now I just need my paper. Now you need your paper. Once you have your paper, I can apply with the girls, get our process started. As soon as I hand in the papers, I'll have a little receipt that will give me finally some, uh, what's the word, legitimacy in Correct. the country. Correct. So that's exciting. That was very, one very good thing that happened on Monday. And also we had the visit at the school for Teresa. Mm -hmm. So we got there, you entered, there's this giant picture of St. Therese of the Child Jesus. That's the name of the, the school. And uh, little sisters come and greet us and we ask our questions. Turns out that money was the bottom line. If it's too expensive, there's no other question. So um, it's 150 euros for a half day and 170 for a full day. But we'd start with a half day. And this is per month. Per month, right. So... No, it's not. It's not crazy that was expensive. Actually, that was actually the number I think you gave. Yeah, you always you always kind of give that limit. Yeah, yeah. We weren't sure again with different different ideas, but that was that was right where we were thinking. Yeah, I think so. We were thinking, we were hoping it would be less, of course, but it's very reasonable. And they made us visit the 
school and the the classroom for the three years old and Teresa and Monica both went crazy for the toys and oh gosh, yes. we did a little tour we talked to a teacher she was very nice she spoke a little bit of French and she was speaking French mm. to Teresa yes and all of my concerns like well she doesn't speak the language what what about that and they're like oh that's not a worry that she's gonna learn very quickly and um like potty training potty training like she goes to the bathroom but um like she needs help like like what yeah. what's what she gonna do right so they were very happy when i told them that she wasn't wearing diapers and uh, then i said but you know she's not perfect they're like that's okay we know they're kids and of course we asked is there a huge difference between this school and a public school and they're like well we're, we're extremely careful with the teachers that we pick and us as sisters, we always keep an eye on everything and we make sure that the kids are well taken care of. She says as there's religion class for the kids as well as um, English music, gym class. And then on top of everything else, they might do their crafts or whatever. Right? Yeah, 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 that's right. It's pretty, pretty good. Like it really, I don't know, honestly, after leaving that, well, Monica was, I was, I was glad to leave there because Monica was going crazy. Yeah, you had to leave with Monica <laughs> while I was doing the tour with, yeah, with Teresa, with yeah. Teresa's sister and, and little, like a five-year-old little Italian girl. And they showed us the gym and the little girl and Teresa started playing together already. So I, I'm not really worried because kids are universal. They don't really need to. A language right away. Right away. They'll, they'll figure it out. And then it, Teresa, I mean, I've been teaching her some Italian already. Little very important phrases like I need to go to the bathroom. My name is Teresa. I'm hungry. I'm, you know. Help, these, yeah. Yeah, help. I've been teaching her that. And actually, funny story. Monica always listens. And you know you know how much, like, they're, they're like sponges at this age. And we were at church and a lady comes and to look at Monica and she asks her in Italian, come ti chiami? Like, what's your name? And she answers, Teresa. That was cute. Because she does that too with her age too. She's yes. she's basically imitating Teresa. So she she gives Teresa's age when we ask her her age and she gives Teresa's name when we ask her her name. <laughs> That's going to be fun to undo. That was hilarious because I didn't even know she was listening. Anyways, and she can also count from one oh, to yeah. 10 in English. I didn't know she could do that either. Well, I'll post a video on Patreon. So... No, that's exciting. I think we were both feeling really good after that visit. Y yes, and I think, I, I mean, why we're doing this, I also feel like this is going to be really good for Teresa. I think leaving there, you know, just her playing with kids and all this stuff, like she's she's a pretty bright girl. And I feel like um, this was always a, a big thing for us. Like, you know, as, as I mentioned in the last podcast, what do we do as parents and stuff? Um, again, we, we, we thought that, you know, she's at this point where she needs more engagement with kids. She needs to be spending more time doing crafts and all these things. And yeah. Geneviève's doing a little more work. I'm also studying. It's very difficult for us. So we think, well, no, we want to make sure she still has the opportunity to do that. And also just being able to run around in a little playground. Oh gosh, it's yeah. it's slightly harder now because, well... It's very difficult, yeah. We don't have a backyard or anything. So it's going to be very good for her. Yeah, and I think... I mean, in the end, too, again, just to let folks know, I mean, we did talk to, I mean, we're comparing this to homeschooling, which we don't believe will work for us based on our situation. And then we talked to a friend about um, public school here. I think the general message is they, they are lucky in that they have a good teacher for their child. But it's kind of one of those things where I, and this is where I talk about, you know, prudence, right? I think in their situation, that was the right thing to do. And the Lord provides. I love that. It's yes. always, it always 
you know, works out in that case. But for us, it's, it seems like this was a, a, a possible option. It seems more prudent to do, mm-hmm. and we're going to do it, and we feel good about it. Like, it just makes sense, you know, and I think, I think the Lord is, is guiding us towards that. So I think we're, and the thing is, we're, I think we're going to basically get her going as soon as possible in January. In January. Well, the sister yeah. basically enrolled her. I was, I was so surprised. We saw her today at church, yeah. and she presented us, she introduced us to the priest, and she said, oh, and, and Teresa will start school in January. I'm like, well... Okay, I guess it's been approved. I don't know. It's all going. It's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, they were really impressed with our girls' names. And of course, I was bragging a little bit. It's true. You mentioned Monica's middle name. Yes. So they're like, I, when we met, I said that her name is Teresa. I'm like, oh, Teresa. Wow. And then I said, oh, and her name is Monica Carmela. And she was born July 16th, the feast of Our Lady of Mon Carmel. And they were like, whoa. Yeah, they were they were losing it. They were in awe, so <laughs> they were losing. They it. already branded us as the Carmelite family, which you know I'm not against. It's not a bad, it's not a bad title. No, I don't think so, right? So, but again, it just it just going back to this whole even. But we had we had this whole thing with the meeting today. Um, that was this misunderstanding. But right. I just want to emphasize even just my experience on the train for anyone considering doing something crazy like this. And I'm extremely grateful for Geneviève for this. You gotta make sure you know some language, or you're you're weirdly not afraid to just go crazy and just talk to random people. Like you're extremely comfortable with that, it will work. But if you have any kind of reservations, like you know you're not the most outgoing or anything like that, and you don't speak the language, this is going to be extremely difficult. And it's not the first time I hear this. Make sure that you take some language class before you move to a especially italy too because especially where we are it's very not english fluent for the most part rome is okay but for some reason i hear just a lot about italy it, they, they don't they, speak english they really don't speak english and they they just speak italian it's actually quite surprising oh yeah you, well no i mean i was gonna say it's actually quite surprising how little people speak english it's crazy little i mean i'm so used to everybody speaking at least a little bit But here, no. And I found that actually I may have more chance of having people speaking French than speaking English. Oh, yeah. That never happens to me usually, but people speak French to me. Yeah. And we're not trying to brag anything about English or anything like that. But it's just, it just, it seems to be, you know, the language you do see a lot over in all these kinds of places. So just FYI, we're not like English. No, 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 no. no. And Italians are... yeah. They're very proud of their culture, their language, their food. We, I mean, don't we, mess we, with that. We and we're that, not yeah. we're not trying to mess with it. I'm working really hard to improve my Italian and everything. And so are you. Yeah. So it Italy is a beautiful country and you have to respect their ways. So if you want to move to Italy, just make sure you have... Something. Else you're going to... Because I have a friend and I'm actually not sure how he's figuring it. I know he's trying <laughs> to do his residency. Last time I, I talked to him, I said, how did it go at the... Uh, Maybe he went to the Questura. I'm not sure exactly where he went, but he's like, yeah, I brought my, he brought, he's a bold fellow. So this is how he does it. He just takes his phone and he has like a translator, you know, dictionary on it. And he just like types it in and kind of talks to this person with his phone. I'm like, how that, are you supposed to get anything done? And the thing is like, I'm guessing he didn't go. It's like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, well, man, I hope you can, uh, you know, I, I, I can't really offer him help because I don't know anything either. So it's it's it just really goes to show I think having I think he I think he's gonna maybe get some help from his landlord or something to figure it out. But yeah. whoa, this is this is you don't come in here with naive things like I'm mean, you don't you need to know the language. It's very very serious. And the last little thing that happened this week is uh, yesterday night actually our friends invited us over. 
Oh, yeah. And we finally had pizza. Oh, my gosh. It's been a while. It was your dream. Well, especially yesterday, Feast of St. John of the Cross. We, yeah, so it's... It was. Uh, it was just we were. We wanted to celebrate. Didn't know how, and they just they threw out this suggestion. You know, do you want come over? Come over and have pizza. The thing is, the pizza place it's back where we used to live, and we mentioned it, Bruba. But you know, we've thought about. You know, there was one friend gave us the false hope that there was um, potentially <laughs> delivery. I think there was delivery once upon a time. Yeah. No longer. So it's like well. We're never going to get it. But now we see, like, all we need is a house to be able to eat the food. Right. And our friends are right there. So that was great, man. It felt good. And it was a good time with friends. Now listen to the melody. Maybe it come from Italy. And I can sing like Buddy Nelly. I think it's plain to see. Some people say that. One of the reoccurring themes you'll hear from us on the second half. And again, the second half, we always try to be a bit more spiritual because that's who we are. I mean, the the first half is part of our life, you know, our living life and everything like that. But the spiritual life is sort of the second half. Sort of the themes we always sort of bring up is, you know, especially that are important to us, virtue, growing in virtue. Uh, Discernment, we talk a lot about that because we've done some crazy discernment and we you know, we like to just share folks our insights not that we were anything special but just to for folks who are considering crazy things how did these crazy young people do it and how does it seem to be working and how do they stay in that so you definitely hear a bit about that too but another big theme that i i don't know why i've always been really drawn to this this the, the concept of the body of christ being a body and especially the last the last few years have been just this, I don't know, this, this punch in the face for me and just this realization, and Viva can attest to it, of, of just, that's such an important image. And just, I, just, I always, and anyway, so this is one of those days where I, I did some reflection this week on that and just observations. And I just always want to bring that back because I feel like that's going to be such a, a key, a key thing. Not only just, I'm not talking some broader revolution in the church where okay we're all going to work together and hold hands and do anything like that nothing in that because that's really kind of god's power where anything kind of grand like that will solve all our problems but i'm just even talking about the day-to-day life that we live and how important it is to be mindful that we need each other firstly and secondly we do not have all these self-sufficient gifts we think we have in order to get through this life and it's, that's a very important thing i mean there's nothing there's nothing really scientific i think all of us can really not only relate to scripture but just really look at our lives and see i mean truly if we live humbly i think all of us can live humbly whether you're a believer or not how much we benefit and need the support of of others in our lives and i think the key word you said it is humbly you need humility because i think it is natural and normal that your view and the way that you see things would be you know the default way for you and you think that it should be the case for everybody but it it isn't because that that is where the other person comes in and they have a different point of view and they might feel very strongly about it and then it's about putting yourself aside for a second listening to the other person's point of view and actually trying to see the good in it 
the good. That's right. And we're not being naive here. As you know, Viva said it correctly, seeing the good in it. Because, of course, people can present things to you that also have bad in it. You have to obviously look at these things. But it's, I don't know what it is. It's just this weird phenomenon I've noticed, you know, even for myself and how I've changed over the years. Uh, maybe even for yourself, Genevieve, too. But it's it's this, and it goes back even sort of this, this the mentality, this parable of the talents or giving this talents and... We have to use them and all that stuff. It's it's amazing to see how these talents that were given, and I think that they kind of, I, I may have to do some thought about how they can be broken down to a few major buckets, but I would almost argue that like you sort of have like two, I don't know, no, not two, maybe more. Anyways, we're not going to break it down just now, but just like <laughs> we can throw some things out there. You're going to have more people who are very much truth, uh, principle focused. On the other hand, you're going to have people that are very much people-focused. You know, they, they love people. They love to be around people. They like to make people happy, included, all these things. You're going to have some weirdos. They're going to have, like, you know, bits and pieces of that, like my wife. No, I'm, just hey. I'm kidding. That's, I, was, I was waiting to see I, where you were going with that. <laughs> weirdos. Again, no, not a weirdo. Extremely necessary. But you have some of these individuals. I believe this ties in very heavily to temperaments. We're not going to get into that. But you have people who can sort of cross the boundaries in in, um, in in small capacity, so that they can kind of see the you know pros and cons of each. But it's it's very interesting how I see this time and time again. I it, it, I don't know what it is, but it, it just goes back to kind of this you know the arm only sees itself as the arm, and the arm is the only way that the body needs to be. The arm is the body, and everything else that sort of speaks in any sort of way. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, for a good chunk, maybe incorrect, but maybe some things are said correctly. Uh, you do not have any regard or need for that member of the body. And both sides are sort of culpable. Actually, all sides, whatever. Awesome. If you're a foot, if you're an ear, if you're you're the eyes. And it's, it's very, uh, that to me was very disheartening. I had to sort of learn that the hard way through, through you know, various jobs. And I, I was very grateful, again, as I mentioned, to work at that, um, the parish where I worked. It was very difficult for me because uh, I'm definitely more of the, the truth principle focused individual. There's no doubt about that. I love that. Actually, before go, before yeah, go going into that job, I think that you, correct me if I'm wrong, but I have a feeling that you didn't really see the need for the people side of things. Yeah, that could have been, that could have been very much true because like maybe anyone who maybe has a similar sliver to how I am, you know, what I maybe used to thought three, four years ago was that, okay, what, anyways, as, you, as any kind of Catholic begins to think about the world and like the issues and all these things, you can kind of think, well, the problems of the world, the problems of the church, you know, really, okay, we just have to get back to tradition, we need to pray more, we need to do all these specific activities, and therefore we Teaching will be better. saved. Catechism. And all these things, and I, when you reflect on all the things that I mentioned, those are good things. Mm-hmm. But those are the only things I was concerned about because those are the things that I care about. Yeah. Right? When I worked at the, at the parish, I learned there was this, and I knew about these things. It's one thing you, you know about, like, oh, there's these, you know, charismatic Catholics. It's, it's one thing to, you know, talk about them. It's another thing to actually interact with them mm-hmm. and be with them in their presence day in, day out for two years and really trying to understand why are you driven this way to represent the faith? Why why is this aspect important for you? You know, because I kind of maybe came in there with my, 
okay, where are we what are we doing here? I mean, yeah, let's 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 look at this renewal program, but why don't we just go back to bed? Let's just get people praying the rosary. Mm-hmm. I'm sure maybe, and you probably saw the transition. Probably it was very much like that. But I had to. None of the things that I'm listing are bad things. Praying the rosary is very good, mm-hmm. but that was that was um, my way of seeing the body, and that's what I believe the body most needed. And of course, the body needs that. But there were other aspects that when I had, I had to be mindful and I had to learn that what the other person was presenting to me, hey, let's make this place um, a place that is welcoming and makes people feel good about coming to Mass. And I was like, what, is, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it, I, that was so foreign to me. I'm like, well, no, I want only the truth. But, but for some reason, it's just that, that's what I believed, what most people want. And I quickly learned that's... That may work very well for some individuals, and that can be a, a, an entrance way to bring them to the faith. But a lot of, again, even just based on temperaments or even just, again, the body of Christ, some people are very much people-focused. They need to, you know, you tell them truth. Truth is one thing, but they also need to see you living it. You know, if you say God is love and we're supposed to love our neighbor, I ain't getting that from you. So how am I supposed to believe you if you don't even show that? Mm-hmm. It's one thing to say that. It's actually to live it out and actually present that and, you know, convince someone that, no, I actually do. And sometimes that requires actions to kind of show that, you know, whether you you smile at someone, you know, I'm just, I'm talking about very sensible things, but this is important to people. I actually had to learn that this was actually something of importance to people. Surprisingly, I know people are different, but it's one thing to say, you know, think about it abstractly. Another thing is to be surrounded by these people and they're just like, this is actually very important for them, you know? So Mm -hmm. I was, I was very, um, very humbled by that. But at the same time too, I also saw that, on this other spectrum, they also felt the same issues and diseases as the other side, you know, where people would yeah. be so truth-focused, would be beautiful, I love it. On the other side, it's very much, let's say, the I'm, 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 I'm saying sides, there's, there's lots of dimensions here, I'm not, don't peg me as their sides, but I'm just saying like this general, very basic observation, there's, there's this people side, and at a, at a certain point, they also were not necessarily too interested in sort of the the truth and tradition. I was like, right. and I'm like, what's wrong here? Right. Because at a certain point, I sort of left there a little bit disheartened. But a lot of my, my challenge there was that I don't think I had to kind of fight or deal with the idea that for some reason, what the way I viewed Christ or the way I viewed the church was as if there was something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? How is, how is this not good for the body? And I couldn't, it was extremely difficult to, and I, and to be honest, I think I, I wasn't able to convince or even show them that what I'm trying to do is I, I believe this is to be good. I, I feel this is to be good, and I was not able to kind of convey that message as much as well, I, first, as much as I tried to. It's, uh, first of all, people have to be ready to listen, and they have to be willing to listen. And I think even at one point you were just trying to understand their way of seeing things, and you were trying to have them explain how they view things. You know, the people side and. Yeah. And, the, and some people were not willing to no, it explain was, things. They were not even willing to, you know, and it's just like, well, it almost became like I was maybe probably annoying, but like, listen, I want to understand what makes you tick. Why, what is, so there are, there are various layers here. I mean, why is it difficult? Because again, as we mentioned, everyone has their own egos with these things, unfortunately, their own pride that goes with like, well, if I admit that what I'm saying or what I'm doing for, you know, this parish or for my family is incorrect, 
That's a big deal, okay? And this is it that people face this all the time, even in the scientific community, you know, for example, not willing to let go of a certain position because this is your life's work. So even in a certain way, how people build up their faith life in a certain dimension maybe becomes their life work. So when you're, this is not an easy, this is not a trivial thing to poke at and say, hey, how about you think about it like this? Hey, buddy, you're counteracting my entire like way of existing in faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I will fight you to the death to defend my position. Meanwhile, it's just really just an exchange. We're talking here. Let's talk about it because this doesn't make sense that we're both Catholic, yet we're not even talking about the same thing. Sometimes it's just the tone that's annoying. I mean, some commentators on YouTube, I still can't listen to them. And you know, I was telling before, need to be humble, listen to people. I still can't do it for some people. It's I, really hard. So anyone, anyone who kind of understands this, I mean, you there gets to the point. Even with suspicions, for example, I'm tying this back in. You hear that person's name of someone maybe you disagree with. Yes. You just need to hear their name. You don't even know what you don't care what they're going to say afterwards, and it may actually contain some good. And unfortunately, our our pope is really beaten up for this. I've never for depending on which side you listen to, they'll never acknowledge anything good that he's done. And he does say okay, you know, he does say good things. He's our pope. Um, but this is a very just dangerous trap. And honestly, it's probably one of the saddest things where this is, you know, we're not even as the body of Christ, we're not able to sort of work in this truly as a body, which we need to Mm -hmm. in this time when we're kind of getting beaten up on all sides. Of course, God will prevail, but I just feel like for each and every one of us, really take the time to reflect and see the need of someone who's very different from you. Um, don't be naive as well. I'm not saying just accept everything because some of the stuff might be incorrect, but try and actually see good in people. There is Challenge good. yourself. Maybe this week, make it a point of listening to someone you usually really hate what they say. That wasn't English, but you, you get the point. Yeah. Just listen to them and try to see the good in even, it. Even if they only say, God, Jesus is the son of God, that is a good and true statement which you have to acknowledge and you cannot say is evil, okay? No one can. Train yourself to be able, because if, if all you do is see evil in all things, that's, I don't think we're called for that, okay? All right, Let's y'all. Wrap it up. Do the challenge this week. Also, leave reviews, spread the word, Follow. go see our Patreon page. Take a look what we're doing and, you know, God bless. Thank you very much for those who support us and for those who support us with your prayers. We're extremely grateful for that as well. Absolutely. You guys have a good week. Take care. Bye. Yeah.